manipulate the price of gold and silver. But all that money printing that they've done has flowed into the only non-manipulated currency in the world, and that is Bitcoin. I think this is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Once in a while, you can Bitcoin changes absolutely everything. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Before we begin today's show, just a quick shout out to a great initiative. For all Bitcoiners in Asia, you should know that Bitcoin for India, which is a volunteer-led group of Indian Bitcoiners, is organizing Asia's largest Bitcoin-only conference on the 5th and 6th of November at Goa, India. Catch up with plebs from all around the world, be part of the conversation, join in on the various workshops, all while being surrounded by lush green forest and picturesque beaches. For more details, visit www.bitcoinforindia.org conference. That's Bitcoin for India as in B-I-T-C-O-I-N, the number four, I-N-D-I-A dot O-R-G slash conference. Hope to see you there. And now let's get back to the show. Hi, Nazomi. Thanks for making the time. And yeah, Hi, yeah thank you for having me. Yes. How about we jump straight into it and you give an audience a bit of a background about yourself. Yeah, so, um, um, yeah, I would like to maybe um, share uh, how I came to Bitcoin. You know, that would help uh, yep. listeners understand who I am. So um, I first found out about Bitcoin at the end of 2010 uh, when WikiLeaks um, used it uh, to uh, circumvent the financial blockade. Um, and those of you who don't know what that is, uh, you know, the, the paying processing companies like PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, you know, they uh, engaged in extrajudicial, um, uh, illegal, you know, financial blockade to uh, stop processing uh, donations that would have gone to WikiLeaks. And uh, so, you know, th this was kind of a total liberation for me that, you know, I got to understand how existing financial system works and, and how they are basically serving for the interest of the uh, powerful state and that they could at will basically stop anyone's business uh, or, you know, shut down uh, uh, transaction and, and, and that, you know. So, um, so that's kind of like how I kind of got interested in Bitcoin and, and what, what it can do, you know. But, um, but I, it was until 2013, I think, I kind of, you know, didn't know if, if this is going to go beyond, uh, you know, beyond uh, being used by geeks and, and uh, you know, uh, those who are technologically equipped and yes. then be more like uh, um, used at, at the, you know, wider uh, level. Um, and, and in 2013, I uh, had a chance to... Um, uh, see uh, Andrian Tanakuris and, and uh, his 
he gave a 15 minutes presentation about what Bitcoin is and 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 um, so I then after listening to to him passionately talk about what Bitcoin is, I was totally orange peeled basically, and I, I I was you know able to see something beyond money. You know, I was able to imagine the the completely new future. You know, and tremendous with tremendous potential and. Um, so I got very excited and I was so convinced that this is the technology that would change, that would change the face of the earth, basically. So um, then I got, um, you know, I dedicated myself to understand what this technology is about. And, um, uh, and I read the white paper for the first time uh, sometime in 2013 and uh, became familiar with uh, Nick Zabo's writings. Um, you know, he's... Uh, Nick Zabo is uh, the cryptographer and uh, computer scientist who uh, created uh, Big Gold, which was uh, precursor to Bitcoin. And and I was very impressed with the, you know, tremendous wisdom and knowledge that he has. And and um, um, and then then I realized it's it's really this is really the genius invention, you know. And um, and then. Uh, going back to WikiLeaks again, um, that my initial interest in WikiLeaks uh, in the first place was uh, Julian Assange's philosophy. And um, I found out about WikiLeaks uh, in 2010, uh, April 2010, uh, when the organization released the video Colorado Matter, you know, the Colorado Matter mm. video. And that was very kind of a sensational. And, and I was so intrigued with Julian Assange and, and his ideas, his mind, you know, the, his philosophy. And I wanted to understand, you know, how he thinks and how he created this, uh, this uh, incredible organization that, you know, has done things that was sort of impossible, you know, that yeah. basically changed the, changed the face of journalism, you know. So, um, so yeah, I, I, was, I also uh, started to study his, his philosophy, you know, um, and then that led me to uh, philosophy of cyberpunks. And um, interestingly, that is connected to, um, you know, uh, Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is the invention of cyberpunks. So that kind of everything that came together at that point. So, and then in recent, I think in recent years, probably starting maybe from 2020, um, you know, I think the network, the Bitcoin network itself has kind of became cosmic that people started to talk about spiritual process, you know, started to, you know, we hear this uh, term like Bitcoin laboratory, you know. Yes. So I started to kind of go, be, you know, start to see this technology's implication that goes beyond economical, so, so, uh, social and political uh, level. But it's, it's, it's much, you know, the more kind of had a spiritual, profound spiritual transformation, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how my my journey and then my relationship to Bitcoin has evolved, as you can see over time. Yes. And that you know now I kind of consider myself. I mean, initially, like I, you know, early 2020, I think you know when I started to think about uh, Bitcoin in a spiritual way, like I was like started to think that maybe I'm going insane, you know, I'm losing yeah. my mind. And, and relate to other people, you know, but then when I saw other people openly talking about it, then it kind of gave me affirmation that it's okay, you know, it's okay to, to talk about this and it's time actually to to talk about, you know, the deeper yes. implication of this technology. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's mm-hmm. brilliant. So, and this was early 2013. But one thing is like, what is your professional background? I think psychology. Yeah. So- Yeah. Right. So I have a background in psychology. You know, I got a PhD in psychology and um and I initially thought about becoming a clinical psychologist, you know, um clinician basically or therapist. And and because I, you know, I want I I saw tremendous um uh tragedy, you know, in our life that the people are suffering, you know, and that they because the fiat system doesn't give us meaning and purpose, right? So then and and then it really uh, denies our intrinsic value denies who we are our unique individuality and then make us conform to this standardized version of what it, you know of man and and to have the what those in power define as uh, what it means to be human and yes. and obviously that is a depressive you know that creates a depressive experience for all of us because you know most of us can't fit into the system right the people who are who are able to get to the top of the hierarchy that they are able to maybe you know i don't think that they are not they naturally fit in but but they somehow are able to maybe express themselves more freely than those who are you know yep. more in the, in the bottom of the pyramid so to speak yes. that this is a system that makes majority of people unhappy you know so and that creates a lot of uh, psychological symptoms and and that So I kind of initially wanted to heal, wanted to find a way to eliminate suffering, you know, um psychological suffering and then I was always uh, psychologically minded, so it was my natural um you know path for, you know yeah. to to seek for um a way to become a therapist or a clinician, you know. Um but then of course you know after I found Bitcoin I found cure, basically I found the antidote to this program and we need to fix money. and the program emanates from this corrupted money you know so uh once unless we deal with it you know and uh we cannot really bring out the profound healing right yeah. we are only engaged in just the putting on the bandaid and helping people to just uh, you know return to this uh abnormal society you know yeah. um and and uh to uh, you know help them adjust to this this yeah this system that creates suffering so Yeah so that's kind of like uh, my background yes, you know Yes yes yeah so so how, so these days like how do you spend your time in in terms like and and just for like do you have like a fiat job or you spend more time like Yeah I used to have a fiat job you know like okay. everybody you know uh, I have yeah interest I mean I I taught at the high school and I also I worked at the law firms uh, as well um helping uh uh corporations basically the the the, the assisting the litigation process so that's something i've done uh yeah um and also i worked as a journalist as well uh um, right. in journalistic activities so that's a, these are the the things that i've done so yes so like uh, as you rightly said like i mean there's no i mean uh, for individuals there's no we are sort of stuck in this fiat yes. clown world that we call it right like this clown mm-hmm. world and like there's there's obviously there's going to be depression and just for people to stay in the same place like they have to be start running faster on the hamster wheel because of yes. inflation yes. right like you just right. have to keep exactly. yeah yes. yeah high time preference right high time preference yes uh, 
and something that you in your writing that comes up is uh like the wef comes up obviously uh, for one and then they yes, talk yes. about yes they talk about hacking the human psyche right like yes. we like they're just trying to put a number on everything and they want to sort of uh i mean they want to play god in a way yes 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 can you elaborate like a little more on that um okay so you know what's happening is you know the bitcoin is considered to be a viable contender to uh cbds uh, central bank digital currencies right uh, and central bank digital currencies obviously are centralized and um the the uh, elite uh, or, uh, you know, the, the ones that uh, run this existing system, you know, they are trying to upgrade. I don't know whether it's a real upgrade, but they wanted to reinvent the monetary system and so that they use the, um, you know, CBDCs uh, to kind of reinvent uh, economic system. And, and at the same time, you know, the, we started to hear during pandemic, I think we started to hear uh, World uh, Economic Forum and the, the, this theme of uh, the Great Reset, right? And that, that they are trying to re-engineer economy. And then they are, they are you know, the idea basically it's that, that, well, the chair of the um, uh, WEF is uh, Klaus uh, Schwab, and he is a well-known uh, transhumanist. So uh, transhumanists uh, are those who kind of believes that we could uh, transcend, uh, um, you know, the, the biological limitations, so to speak, you know, okay. and that they, they wanted to kind of reinvent uh, man, you know, um, and and so they wanted to extend uh, life time also, uh, that they wanted to create um, uh, immortality uh, in the physical form. Yep. And uh, and they also yeah they they also want to have the power to change our biology and and intervene uh, nature you know so you know I mean historically we've seen those in power that they wanted to uh, change the environment right they wanted to change the environment they wanted to uh, change the system control the system you know so mm. so we've seen how they were more focused on changing outside. Yep. But now I think it got to the point where they actually want to change ourselves, like change hum human beings themselves. Um, right. And so, you know, changing our nature, you know, they, they ultimately, I think, could conquer nature um, in absolute term, I think. So that's, that's I started to notice that they are planning to do. Yep. Um, and and then, you know, of course, that they are playing God and that the, um, the, the way that the they, they wanted to pray God is that they they create the techno religion and and what that is is that this is a belief that technology will bring salvation for for mankind so you know instead of developing our internal capacity perhaps you know certain or, or the, the spiritual development um, that they want to they want us to give power to technology yes. the technology that they control right so right. So that's that. That's their religion, you know. And uh, and then this religion or this perspective or belief system has been separated by, you know, uh, tech companies, uh, Silicon Valley's, and 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 uh, engineers and computer scientists and et cetera, et cetera. And and Bitcoin, I think, really, I mean, at the deepest level, you know, 
um, it, it's it's present alternative and yes. give us give us has choice. Um, and so that those who don't want to um, take up this path, you know, sal- the path of salvation uh, by means of technology, we now have a viable alternative. That's how I see it. Yep, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. what comes to mind is uh, Huxley's book. Uh, have you come across The yes, Brave New yes. World? Brave New World, that's it. And the pill, right? That they have yes. this um, Soma. That's what it Soma, is. Soma, yeah. yeah. Happy or something. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And uh, and it's interesting because I, you know, somebody who studied psychology, you know, the, the I studied B.F. Skinner, the behaviorist B.F. Skinner, okay. and his idea of uh, his idea of what man should look like, what man is, and that denying basically he denies the free will, and uh, and reducing reducing human motivation to. Simply, sim- simple uh, pursuit of pleasure and avoidance of pain. So we, you know, I mean, yep. the Skinner used uh, animals like rats and pigeons to um, understand human behavior. I mean, that itself is kind of crazy, right? Like we are not yep. rats, and, and you know, uh, but but he he he's he's willing to just uh, you know reduce complex, um, yeah, complex behaviors and what makes us human to this kind of animal yeah. kind of animalistic uh, level, right? right. And uh, so that, you know, and, and, and then the Skinner, I mean, in many ways that he had this vision of uh, creating, a, creating a utopia, which I think is very much like the Brave New World, you know, I yeah. think mm-hmm. it was yes. Brave yes. New World, you know? And which is that, you know, he kind of said that, um, it's they somehow like you know if we create the environment where the question of freedom doesn't arise, then yep. it's it's kind of you know he thinks it's a it's it's a good system because right. people people feel like they are free, yes, you know when yes. they are being controlled. But somehow the the force of control is made hidden. Then yep. we don't we feel like we are free, so we don't question, right? Yes, yes. And so it's, I think I see how this is, has been rolled out, you know, and now it's, it's now being transformed, you know, um, with, with the use of technology, I, I see how this is going to be once again, you know, upgraded to the yep. point that it would be automated that, you know, we would not have free human beings at all. We yes. become like a robot. That's 100%. the end of all. Or, yes. or, or right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, and yes, and for us that like who have the opportunity to see how like the current world operates, and God forbid that they roll, they are successful in their plans. The, yes. the next generation will just be born into it, and they wouldn't yes. see the alternative. So they wouldn't see what was that's, this. That's yes. yes, they would not see the alternative. They think that this is normal, right? Yes. You're right. So that's that's kind of horrifying, you know. Mm. Um, they don't, yeah. So they would not have what it what it to be free. Yeah. You know, they don't yes. have what it would be like to have their own independent thought, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. They would not have that. So that's yeah. That's kind of scary. And I think that's why that's why we need uh, we need Bitcoin. Yep. And then hyper-Bitcoinization would create, you know, help us to exit from that uh, Oranian nightmare, you know. Uh, 
Nazomi, I'll just play devil's advocate here and I'll like hit on two points. Is one is uh you said that they, uh, they want to extend life. So right. yeah. So why that is a wrong thing? And two is mm-hmm. uh I think you met Skinner, he wanted to yeah. reduce pain. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So why is that like that that should be a good thing, right? Like reducing pain and extending life should be a good thing. So why is that not a good thing? Yeah, so first, uh, the, the idea of extending life. Okay, okay. so for me, it's, it's a, based on the, I think the, 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 the difference, uh, philosophical, I mean, difference in, in philosophical, philosophical ideas, I think, you know, that they, you know, those who promote uh, the idea of immortality, they think that this physical material world is the only thing that they do not believe in anything like, you know, something like the spiritual world or life after life or, you know, anything kind of metaphysical, you know, that they think, okay, we are born and then we die. And then when we die, that's it. That's the end of our life, you know? Uh, And I don't have that view. I think that um, death is part of transition. You know, it's a transition from one life form to, to another, you know, so that death is not the end of our life. You know, it's actually our soul or spirit is immortal, but it's immortal. Um, not, you know, I mean, we don't, we don't attain immortality in this physical body. The physical body, as I see it, is that physical body perishes, obviously, so that we yes. die. And, and death is a necessary process, you know, if, if, if we don't understand the death, we do not understand life. That's yeah. how I see it. So by prolonging, uh, or, you know, what is inevitable, you know, what nature, you know, made us to be, uh, we are basically denying the half of life, denying, you know, we are yeah. not able to understand what life is about. And that, and it, it's, very much based on our fear of the unknown, our fear mm. of death, that we are afraid. Yes. You know, we don't know what, what's, what's out there, you know, beyond that, right? Idea, I mean, you know, I mean, there are people who talk about near this experience or people who come back, you know, I know um, somebody who, uh, well, he's a kind of famous author, but I know somebody who uh, had a near this experience and who actually died. I mean, Yep, yep. The experience of, you know, his heart stopped and everything. And yes. He came back, you know, and then this happened several times. So he came back and then he was able to see, you know, we don't die. Nobody dies. You know, it's, it's just a transition. This is just a transition. Yeah. Of course, you know, like when you die, then your body, you know, I mean, you have to leave your body, but, mm-hmm. but you are not your body. Right. So, so that, that I think I, so I hold that perspective and it's not something that, I only read uh, in books or things like that. I, it, this informed my, my personal experience and also, um, you know, interacting with people who had a similar experience. So, yes. you know, it, it's not something that I just simply believe in. Um, and, and I totally understand the people who don't, uh, you know, understand my perspective or, you know. Uh, sure. Yeah. And so, so that's the fundamental difference, I think. So, so as I see it, that the people who, you know, like uh, people who are behind, uh, I mean, transhumanists who want to extend the life, they don't, it comes from their fear of death, you yeah. know, yeah. and that lack of understanding of what life is all about. So that's, yes. that's why I, I'm against it, you know, yes. um, be, because, you know, once you understand 
the real, yeah, once you understand what it is, the mystery of death, and then conquer your fear, Mm-hmm. You probably would not want to um, have uh, immortality. You, yes. you probably don't want to live forever, you know, being stuck in this body. You yeah. know, you want to be happy to live and then maybe, you know, come back as a, as a different being, you know, with yeah. a different physical body and everything, you know. Why not just to start, start fresh again, you know. So, mm. so, so that, that is the reason why I um, don't uh, support this idea of, uh, you know, um, yes. Yes. And and at the same time, I think that I think it's good to kind of uh, uh, clarify that those who want to attain immortality in the physical form, you know, they should do it. I mean, I have no um, no. I mean, I, I don't try to stop them. You know, that okay, yeah, just good luck. I mean, if you if that's what you want, you should just uh, invent right, the technology right. or something to do it. But don't make it. Don't impose that. You don't make it to be the ultimate system that no one can escape from, you right. know? Yes. So that, that's, that, that's where I draw the line. And then the same thing about the CBD, I mean, the central bank's digital currencies or any kind of system that they have. I mean, as long as they, they use it for themselves or like, you know, make it um, the entry into, entry and the participation in the system to be voluntary, you know, as long as, mm. you know, it's based on each person's free choice, I, I have, no problem is it but the problem i see is that they are trying to enforce everyone you know uh to enter into this the the, the system yeah uh, so that's that's a, a violation of free will uh and it has a significant consequence i think so that that's that's why i am kind of against it sure. and then the second point yeah, but, about uh, pain Nazar, yeah. Yeah. yeah before you jump to the second part i think another thing that you could easily add here is with with immol- uh, with immortal uh, like if there's no death right like with if right. someone lives forever like uh, w- what would come into place is uh, time preference would change again right like oh, cause... yes exactly right exactly right yeah time yeah exactly because okay i think that modern men i mean people are so afraid of death and and the amount of energy that we spend avoiding uh, what is inevitable? I mean, you see that this healthcare system, for instance, they, for instance, try to prolong life, right? And that uh, they spend a lot of energy and time trying to, yeah, I mean, that's one thing, right? But also, if we understand that, you know, we have death, and that's a part of natural process, you know, then we would be able to appreciate life as well. And at the same time, we would not be so attached to um, things, you know, that, yeah. and, and we could m- maybe relax more and then look at life as a, like a school, at learning, you know, school that we learn something, you know, and yes. that we would start to valuing things that are um, more psychological and spiritual, you know, like how much love we express to, to one another, you know, for the time, for the limited time that we have on this earth, you know. And then maybe if we come back again, you know, and to learn the lesson again, that's, you know, we don't want to learn the same lesson over and over again. We want to master, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. What, what we, yeah, the lessons that we, we set out to, um, to learn, you know. So yes. it, it definitely changes the, the, the way we live our life. And, it, and then for me, it's, it's all about choice because, no, you know, to some degree, the people who, who say that, you know, we die and when we die, then that's the end of our life. You know, we kind of uh, dissolve into darkness or become void or whatever, you know, and that, that 
you know, some, some people have this view of, of, you know, life after life. I mean, the right, but yep. that view has not been scientifically proven, right? Um, and and then as 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 well as my view, you know, it's not. I mean, th there are lots of data and information available to prove. I mean, to to back up uh, this perspective. But you know, one could say that's also uh, one perspective that has not been uh, empirically proven. So then, what we have is a choice: which one do you choose? Mm. And you know, we don't even have to know which one is true because the outcome of it, if we believe in one paradigm, you know, we die, you know, when we die, we die, you know, or uh, we will live on, you know, our spirit continues to live, you know, to continue our journey. And, uh, you know, if we take take on that perspective, how your life would be different, right? Yes, so yes. It's, it's, a, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you were saying if we move on to pain, so. Oh, the pain. Again, the pain also, you know, like life, you know, the, the same as life and death, you know, that we have mm. this polarity, right? That in order for we to, us to understand what life is about, we have to also understand death, right? So the same thing said about pain. I think that in order for us to truly understand happiness, um, you know, we need to also understand pain. And I think the pain gives us, pain and suffering help us develop compassion, you know? And, and in looking back, like my, my life, that I, 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 I'm actually appreciative of uh, painful experience in, yep. because that gave me wisdom. You know, I learned something, you know, that if I didn't have this pain, I would never have learned this important lesson perhaps because it doesn't really do anything. It didn't sure. affect me much, right? So sometimes I think the great learning happens with great pain, you know? So, yes. so that's, and then again, like in order to avoid the pain, we also avoiding all other emotions as well. And, and I also think that life is, you know, contains multitude and that yeah. not, you know, we cannot just have, I only want to have this and this and this and control things, you know, like what we consider to be, happiness or happy or happy experience or you know again it's go back to this brave new world right yeah. i mean do you want to have experience where everybody's smiling all the time everybody's happy and that they cannot ex you know they cannot even ex experience pain or suffering yeah. i mean that's like the numbing your emotion and and then if you attain happiness i mean i would ask i would question if that happiness is real happiness because you don't mm. understand the what is not happy, you don't understand the yeah. suffering, then how yes. can you really understand life, you know, in its fullness? So I think it's sure. important for us to, you know, acknowledge all the forces of life and, and nature's forces. And, and, uh, and I think that's the part of, I think, the, the kind of tendencies of, um, you know, Western civilization, I think the Western civilization was kind of obsessed with controlling, you know, controlling and conquering nature. And part of it is, uh, suppressing, you know, uh, what our mind uh, tells us not to be good, or you know, um, so that's that. That's I think that's yeah, that's something that um, Bitcoin now allow us to accept all that is, um, you know, sure. nature and, and yes, you know, yes. allow us to experience life in its entirety. I think, yeah.
Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Now I will just switch gears and go back to some of your writing. It's mm-hmm. something that pops up in one of your pieces is enlighten enlightenment two point oh. Oh yes. Yes. Well, can you elaborate on that? Right. So it's enlightenment two point oh. I think the um, again, you know, what I, I, I personally think that what's what's the the essential you know uh things for us human beings to um to do in order for us to actually have um you know to to build a healthy civilization again is for us to understand ourselves you know it, it like the you know philosopher the word like knows thyself you know and um if we don't understand who we are if we we or, or what it means to be human how can we actually build a system, right, that serves for our human nature? And I think that so far, I think that we have been in a state of ignorance, you know, in, you know, in the in sense that we, we haven't really left the dark age, you know, because we fundamentally didn't know who we are. And, uh, and we had obviously enlightenment, right, um, back then. Uh, and then that was, uh, that helped people to overcome the, dark ages and uh, the renaissance 2.0 i mean at that time the renaissance and the resurgence of arts and um the new vision of you know humanistic vision of yep. of uh, future and things like that you know uh, and then now i think um yeah we are coming to a second second point the second uh phase i guess you know the it's a uh, in enlightenment 2.0 and this time the it's it's a real light because the 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 first uh, enlightenment I guess brought light, but that light, in my opinion, actually created darkness at the same time. It, it shined, you know, it shined the world. It, it, uh, but it's it's in a sense that created this duality of good and good and evil, or light and darkness. You know, so we I think we only got to know part of ourselves. And I think that the first enlightenment was more of the enlightenment of the mind and the enlightenment of reason so that we mm. were able to recognize this capacity, you know, for reason and that the intellect, the intelligence and, uh, and what we can do with that intelligence, you know, which is more, I think, connected to the left brain, the analytic, logical, yep. uh, you know, language-based maybe intelligence, you know, so we have seen the tremendous power of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think now we are moving into the second stage, Enlightenment 2.0, which is, the, which is for us to recognize the intelligence of the heart. And that, you know, and it, it is not to negate the, the intelligence of the mind, but it's the marriage. I think it's yeah. create the, the union of, of the mind and the heart. And that with it, that we can actually create the world, um, you know, we can actually shine the light um, in a way that does not try to eliminate darkness, but it's it's um, it's it's a it's a light that um, recognizes that darkness is a part of light. So right. it's it's kind of a unite, you know. Um, so it's a different type of I think different kind of light. You know, it's, it's the sure. light that does not create duality. Um, you know, okay. does not create shadow, but yes. it's integrate the shadow and darkness. So. That's for me, it's enlightenment 2.0. And then with it, I think, you know, we as species, I think will take, uh, uh, you know, quantum leap in my opinion, you know, to yep. give birth to a new civilization. And so that's very exciting me personally. 
yes and 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 when i think like the left brain is associated with more i think when we speak about genders the left brain is like associated with like the male side of things and like the right brain is associated like with more the emotional side or when they like say the fifth fi- like yes. intuitive, intuitive and feminine see, yes right and then being able to see the bigger picture you know like mm. historical thinking or imagination you know be able to see things in in, in a holistic manner yeah um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so another thing that pops up in in your writing is i think this is a bitcoin the network messiah is you make the case for return of the goddess mm. so bye so that's again, you know, kind of connected to the right brain, you know, the right brain that hasn't been suppressed, you know, or the intelligence of the heart that has not been recognized in um, in Western civilization, you know. Mm-hmm. So the return of the goddess is really like the yeah return of the intelligence of the heart, um, and I think the feminine. I mean, I don't necessarily, you know, um, strictly. Um, associate this with gender so sure, you know sure. i wanted to make it clear that yes uh, it doesn't mean that you know you know when i say feminine and masculine it's it's not about uh, our uh, you know agenda biological I mean, genders yes exactly so men yep. have that divine feminine they yep. have that feminine side and women have that masculine side as well yes um, but i think that the western civilization with advancement of the technology and uh, the, has more has, I mean, has given emphasis on the development of the left brain, you know, the masculine side, and that that yeah. creates imbalance. And uh, so it doesn't matter whether you are men or women, majority of us, I think, are more kind of conditioned to, to live in the, uh, live in the head, you know, and, and identify with our ego, you know, yep. um, and, um, and, and process information uh, with that kind of logical, you know, um, a- analytic kind of part, like, you know, and, and, and we kind of try to control things. We, we, you know, we, I think that the modern people, men want to kind of control and, and, uh, have a hard time surrendering to the flow of life or, uh, or, um, listen to intuition. And, and what I found is that intuition is a form of, uh, you know, intelligence, but I, th- th- this capacity has been, very much suppressed, you know, and, and we don't learn, like we are not encouraged as, as children to develop this capacity. And we all have, you know, one way or the other. I mean, when we are young, we are connected to that. We know what is right for us. You know, the kids don't ask like, can I do this? Or can I, you know, they are happy. They, they follow what gives them joy. And they are just, you know, uh, living out of pure joy and that they, they can, you know, listen to intuition. And then yep. as we grow older and through schooling and then all kind of conditioning that we, we are made to shut, shut down this, this uh, wisdom. Yep. Um, and, and then, you know, of course, like, you know, the, in, at, at school, I mean, I don't know about you, but I never, you know, was encouraged to trust my intuition, you know? Um, sure. and, and they, I mean, there are no classes that teach us how to trust our intuition to begin with. Mm. But when I trust my intuition and then when I say like, Hey, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, but, you know, to teachers, yeah. like, I, I disagree with what you say. I believe in what I think is right. I mean, obviously, the teacher would not, um, you know, give you a good grade, you know. Yes. Um, yes. They, they, they want us to subscribe to what they are teaching, you know. So then we kind of learn to suppress our, our 
natural way of knowing, you know. Yep. Uh, and and that's someone who got PhD. I mean, I tell you, I mean, this was <laughs> academia is the worst place <laughs> to for us to develop intuition because, you know, we it's a, it's a kind of like a training to, you know, suppress our intuition and then adapt ourselves to somebody else's way of knowing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that the people who happen, you know, end up like being expert, um, you know, professionals, uh, you know, professors, uh, or, you know, the, the, they, they are the one who actually, in my opinion, um, kind of disconnected from um, their own instinct, you know, yes, and, and yes. that make, make them to be very uh, vulnerable to act manipulation, like propaganda and things like that, you know, because they... They don't, they, they, you know, they trust the external information and and, and uh, the things that that, is, that are presented as authoritative information, authoritative truths, rather than you know, uh, checking in with their internal knowing. Um, right. Yes. So the return of a goddess. I mean, that's um, for me. It's 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 like yeah. It's it's a uh, now the the path is open that we can uh, follow you know, uh, we can trust the intelligence of the heart and that, um, you know, the heart has intelligence that, you know, our, the mind doesn't understand or, you know, and, uh, and we have to trust that. We have to um, start to listen to the intuitive uh, sure. voice inside. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I find it to be very important uh, message. Yeah. Yes. And like for someone that's listening or just for, like how would one connect to their own heart self like do you like do you practice meditation or like any other means or something that yeah, yeah. I, I do practice meditation um and and i you know when i do meditation basically uh you know we we are very bombarded with other people's energies right somebody else thinking about you or you know you're thinking about someone or that we don't actually know what it'd be like to be you know, us, like, you know, I, you know, we were, um, like, what do we like to think as who we are, you know, as an individual, and because we kind of have other people's ideas and or emotions and things like that. So for me, meditation is like the, uh, uh, allow us, allow me to create the space, like the sanctuary, and that mm. uh, for me to, to know my own, uh, you know, energy, uh, and then allow me to kind of connect, you know, center myself with who I am. So then once I know, um, kind of like my signature energy, you know, so to speak, you know, my own energy or, uh, the sense of, okay, this is how I feel what, it, you know, to be myself. Yeah. Um, and, uh, then it's easy the, during the day when I interact with other people, it's easier for me to become aware of the fact that I maybe stepped out of that uh, place that I kind of become more influenced or taking up somebody's energies, then sure. I can go back to that, you know? So, so meditation allow me to keep connected to, um, to my own energy, um, or, you know, the sense to have a sense of who I am. Uh, so, so that, that's why like I do this um as mm. a practice and um um so that's one thing but the, as far as intuition developing intuitions goes um it's it's i think it's it requires a kind of a 
um, you know, practicing it and and learning and um, you know learning by making mistakes or you know experimenting on things. You know. Yes. Yes. So um, I, I do muscle testing. Do you know the kinesthetic uh, muscle testing? So the, the, no. the, the yeah the idea is the the, um, the body has wisdom. So body knows what is good and right. You know uh, for you. So. Okay. So there are certain ways to test by using muscles, like so I use fingers, you know, okay. and then ask yes and no question, you know, is this food good for me or something like that? And then right. see the bot, how the body responds. And then, okay. yeah, so it, it's kind of helpful for me to do this. Uh, um, yeah, and, right. uh, you know, sometimes I use that and then, you know, I think it's, it's just a, yeah, requires practice. Um, and, and then also let go of, any kind of expectation or attachment or preferred yes. outcome, you know, because yep. then when we are uh, invested, our ego is very invested in a certain sure. outcome, then we, we don't listen to intuition. We kind of uh, um, deceive ourselves, like saying, yes. this, the intuition is saying like, you need to, you know, talk to this person or whatever. And it's no, it's yes. your ego is wishing for this, you know? So yes. yeah, so that's, that's also, you know, um, and over time, I think I, started to recognize when intuition comes and then when it, it, it's not coming from, you know, intuition. Yeah, right. yeah um, that anytime like I get excited with the answer, that's not, uh, yes, that's definitely not, that's ego is saying. Yeah, right, so it's right, right. like the intuitive thing, it, the answer is more like a peaceful, like, mm. you know, calm, peaceful. From a calm thing. state, yes. Right, not yeah. like, yes, you know, I, yeah. I knew about this or something like that. No, and then, no, no, yeah. Yeah, when, um, mm. uh, and other things that I do is that I learn to relax more, you know, doing yep. yoga or just to not to think about anything, just to relax, you know, um, and um, that helps me to, yeah, I think connect with the natural state because I think we, we have tremendous wisdom, you know, that, I mean, our body knows, uh, I mean, has a tremendous wisdom and if we listen to it, our life, you know, everything is, will be taken care of. Like, you know, we could have a more graceful life, but yes. uh, we don't listen. So we, we like to suffer, you know, we mm. like to do whatever the ego says. Yeah. 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 You rightly said, like, instead of, you shouldn't be focusing on the fruits of your labor. And it's yeah. not about the fruits. It's about the journey, right? Like, it's oh, more right. about, yes. Right, right. It's yeah, it's about to, the process. Yes. It's hard to, yeah. And and not and you should not focus more on like let go of the outcome and, yes, but, yes, and, yes yeah yes, yes. i but, agree yes but again just playing devil's advocate here so by doing all the uh, by doing these practices by yourself like meditation or your muscle testing and everything are you not numbing yourself and like uh, to pain or to uh, experience in a way like uh, or any other experience like in that way i see um well yeah i mean but i think that this is um it's a choice i think you know the suffering i mean we cannot avoid i think somebody said what is it like the um pain is inevitable but suffering is an option or something like that yes yes know? yes so i think that yeah. um you know in some ways um it's, it's a, I think it's a choice, you know, and, and that, um, I mean, if, if we have to learn something, there, there are different kinds of way of learning it. I mean, we can, I think we cannot avoid learning 
lessons, you know, if, 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 you know, if we have certain lessons that we need to learn, uh, we cannot just skip the classes, you know, we have to take those classes, but we could um, appreciate the process or, you know, enjoy the process. Um, even if it's painful experience, you know, if, if yep. we have this perspective that, you know, this would help us learn something, uh, and then we chose it, chose to learn this, then, then that would, you know, help us to relate to painful experience in a different way. So that's, I think that's different than avoiding pain because you still go through a painful maybe experience, but you don't suffer because your relationship to that painful experience changed, you know? Yeah, does that make sense? Sure, 100%. Yeah, I just, yeah, just, yeah, just playing devil's advocate there. Yeah, it makes sense, but yeah. Uh, another thing, yeah, going back to enlightenment 2.0 and like how you said, like we'll be in this new, in this right. new world, right? Like in this new, this thing. So, how do you see this new world? Like, what, what would be different in this new world? Oh, I see. That's a good question. Um, what would be I think that um, I think that, that each of us, I think, uh, know who we are and accept um, and love themselves fully, and and um, and that has a tremendous impact in not not, not only on themselves but on others and and yes. on the world, and that. We become, I think, more. Um, you know, once we accept ourselves fully, we become peaceful. I think because we don't feel like we have to control. We don't have to prove anything. We don't have to seek for approval. Uh, you know, we could just simply exist. You know, shining mm. our own light and sharing our gift. Um, and so that I think that would kind of raises a vibration of the planet, and that people living in this state of peace and love uh, that. You know, I, I, I think that in that kind of world, I would think war and destructions will be hard, you know, to be engaged, I think, yep. because we would uh, find a way to um, deal with conflict with uh, dialogue, you know, mm. and, and effort to understand each other. Yep. So you know, it, this doesn't mean that we would never have fight or we would never have disagreement or conflict. We will have that, right? Yeah. Because we are different and, you know, when different individuals, you know, when we interact, obviously mm -hmm. that friction comes up, but we would fundamentally understand like we, we have this base is like shared base and, and love for one another, like sense of brother, brotherhood or sisterhood yeah. that we would not uh, try to destroy the other or deny the life and the rights of others that we will strive to uh, understand each other. So, that's a different, yeah, totally different type of, I mean, you know, civilization, I think, right? Yes. Um, but I think it's possible that we could get to that level at some yeah, point. Maybe not in sure. my life, but, you know, eventually, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And another thing, I think, like, uh, in a Bitcoin standard, I think war would not be possible in the sense, like, something that led to world war one and world war two is in uh, like the government's ability to print money out of thin air and fund these wars right like and that won't be possible exactly. as well yeah exactly good point yes right that won't be possible right yeah. and you know i mean interestingly you know if you talk to majority of people i mean doesn't matter uh, where they live you know ordinary people mm. uh, in in the world they do not want to have war 
It's yes. not the war and destruction has never been the consensus of majority of people. Sure. It's only, you know, I mean, only something that the small group of people wants, right? Yes. And yes. then the small group of people can get away with doing this, you know, imposing on the rest of the population something that we disagree with, you know, just because they have power to print money. Yeah. So if we basically take take that power away from them, obviously we, we will not have war. Yes. So it's simple, you know, so we don't even have to, you know, convince other people's mind or, you know, preach peace and love and things like that. We all are, I think we have consensus here. You yes. know, humanity wants freedom. Humanity wants peace and love. We already have a consensus. But now Bitcoin allow us to actually execute, you know, this, you know, make this happen, you know. Um, yeah. So I think that's exciting, you know. So, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that comes to mind is like, do you think like Bitcoin? Okay. For, for, before I go there. So, yeah. So I, you spoke about like life after that, right? Yeah. And And then you could and uh, a soul could possibly come back into this world in yes. another body right mm -hmm. something that i picked up from another podcast uh was like okay can can this soul come back not in a not in, in a, a human form but in a different form and like an insect or something like or an insect or something or right, like not like, right the B buddhism um has that view right that yes, there is yes. will and that we become like animals and you know i don't i don't believe in that i i, I mean i think it's just one perspective but for me no uh, humans i think humans will come back as humans or you know some of us okay. decide to you know yeah move on or yes but uh what about the soul an enlightened soul that's yeah that's gone from our three dimensional world would come back mm -hmm. as a technology what do you mean like technology has like come back as like uh, uh, as i said i picked computer, it up computer yes, yes come back as bitcoin that's an interesting idea um hmm. i mean yeah it could be i mean you know i mean people talk about like bitcoin as the second coming of the christ i mean i i, I talk about it sometimes but you know yes um so maybe you know the it you know bitcoin could be the embodiment of christ or whatever but um yeah that's a, that's an interesting idea <laughs> i mean maybe the energy you know the, yes the energy could, could be right behind the the technology like bitcoin maybe <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah sure and yeah another thing does like now once some once you or someone would embrace bitcoin mm -hmm. bitcoin requires you to take personal responsibility right like yeah. uh, so the how does that tie into not only like bit uh, bitcoin itself like to hold your own keys but like like how does that in encourage or push someone to personal responsibility of their own life like do you see that as well um right so, and i think that you know for me uh, uh, you know someone who looks at life um in the in the uh, from a more kind of larger perspective <laughs> not just in this lifetime, so to speak, you know, responsibility, um, actually the, the level of responsibility also goes deeper, you know, and if we believe in things like karma or, you know, the, let's say mm -hmm. like, you know, if we believe that 
our life continues or whatever we do, you know, that it create energy, right? So yep. if we destroy someone or if, if we uh, hate someone, you know, uh, if, if you do something wrong, uh, if, if you violate somebody's right, if you kill someone or hurt, harm someone, you know, basically the, the idea is, yeah, to harm someone or do something against somebody's will, you know. I think that it's, it's a, you know, we create a certain kind of, uh, and, 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 you know, we send out certain kind of energy, right? Yes. And that energy will, I think, come back to us. Um, and, you know, the, the John Lennon uh, Beatles had this song, the instant karma we get to, right? Yes, the, yes. I, I truly believe that probably he was tuning into some kind of uh, wisdom, you know, truth. So um, it's, so, you know, so once we understand that, Whatever we do, you know, that even the small act mm. had a tremendous impact. You know, it, it's not just a, you know, it's it's like the um, everything that we do are recorded in some ways. You know, it, maybe the ledger. You know, it's like that. Yes. Not like the central bank's digital currency is a ledger. You know, that keeps yes. track of its actions. But but it's at, but at the higher level, at the spiritual level, that that there is that kind of ledger that keeps track right. of our deed and that our kindness obviously the kind act you know mm. uh, will come back and, and you know not because like people doing it because you know knowing this like oh if i do kind of things then i will get something in return not in that way but yeah. you know uh if you send out something then it, it, it's it's a uh, yeah you receive it you know it's like the law of the universe you know like a gravity you know everything that you send that will eventually return back to you you know Sure. So then once you kind of start to think like that, I think we start to take our responsibility much more seriously, you know, yep. and that, yep. okay. Um, and then we engage in, in uh, a, a real time preference. Um, yes. Maybe, you know, maybe I would have someone that I don't like, maybe, you know, and if that person wants something or is in need of something and I happen to have a means to help him, uh, you know, I would think it like I would look at this, encounter as something more meaningful like okay i am placed somehow in this in this position to to you know offer help if, if yes. i choose to. and what does that mean and and the, what kind of responsibility i have and the, what kind of impact i have on this other person's life and mm. then maybe i can extend i can choose to extend the kindness or i can choose to turn around and not to help the person or whatever yes yes um but but it has you know so each moment in life that we have this kind of responsibility and um, and I like that this the wording of responsibility as responsibility, right? So right. the fiat system make us, you know, condition us to react, right? So we mm. don't even have responsibility. We are reacting. We are being conditioned. So we are reacting from one action to another and we are not yep. actually choosing how we want to engage ourselves in life or how we sure. want to interact with other people. And then I think the Bitcoin gives us the power to respond, you know, so the ability mm. for us to respond so yeah. that whatever the life throws at us, you know, we, we don't react. We would, you know, kind of choose how, how we want to engage with it. So that's that's, I think, ultimately responsibility, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Nazomi, thanks uh, for making the time. Do you have like any more closing thoughts? And where can people find uh, you? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the 
people, the, maybe the best uh, place to find my work is uh, to follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah. My account is Nozomi Imagine. Um, my name and Imagine, you know, combined with one eye. So Nozomi Imagine. Um, and uh, and also I have uh, the Substack site, um, the Way of the Heart. So you can subscribe my writing, um, and that's that's uh, the platform that I use to kind of write more um, deep, you know, philosophical uh, articles. Yes, yes, yes. And I'll have all of that in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. For for the audience that's listening, yes. I'm, I hope I'm saying this right. Arigato gozaimasu. Yes. 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 <laughs> thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks guys for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person. And I also recommend that you use podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or Fountain FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.